This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page, and you can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And heck, if you've got an idea for a future show, please throw it out there. We always love to do shows around those ideas. Now, there are certain ages that many of us associate with retirement. Numbers like 62, 65, for example. However, age 72 doesn't always get the publicity of other birthdays, but it should because that's when you must begin taking required minimum distributions or RMDs from your tax-advantaged retirement accounts. But before we put on our hats and begin examining the wonderful world of RMDs, Let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. When it comes to sharing financial insights with our audience, he is the Lennon to my McCartney. Tony, how you doing? (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. Uh... Okay, you're the McCartney (laughs) to my Lennon. Come together, right? I just... Over now, I know me. you've worked through more of your problems, so I was putting you on Lennon and me on McCartney, <laughs> but you know, however you want to do it. Yeah. I don't know, man, uh, where I'd be. I'd prefer to be Cartney, I think, in that duo, honestly. You're more the Harrison. There you go. star. Unfortunately, I'm probably more the Ringo, if we were <laughs> truthful about the whole thing. But, yeah, uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. I love doing the show each week. You know that. I do. So do I. Even if, even if we're talking about something that I, I have little understanding of, uh, and that's required minimum distributions, uh, RMDs, uh, which, you know, the old, my old joke, uh, RMD stands for really massive donut, uh, in my book, but to you it's required minimum distribution. So, uh, I hope we can somehow make this topic exciting for the kids out there. And by kids, I mean, anybody thinking about retirement or in retirement, right? Yeah. The, uh, well, I don't know if we'll make the topic itself exciting, but maybe some <laughs> of the things in between. Does that sound like a fair compromise, Tony? <laughs> Financial panther, eh? <laughs> yeah. Like that, you're, you're a financial panther. And then, and then there's uh, some folks out there need the financial help. And also I have bad posture and severe financial problems. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we're going to need your fingers busy on those buttons today. (laughs) I think we will. RMDs are what we, you know, refer to on our, on the financial compass is a non barn burner. 
<laughs> but uh, but uh, but how important are they to understand? Super, yeah, super incredibly that's, important that's to have an understanding of. And so, listen, we can't always be handing out the most exciting financial advice. But if we're teaching somebody, even one person, something today, that's I think what makes this whole thing worth it. So let's start with this. Now, if you have a tax advantage account, you know RMDs are certainly inevitable. But what does that mean exactly? Now we can go on my knowledge. Or we can go on knowledge shared in a Kiplinger article called The Basics of Required Minimum Distributions, 12 Things You Must Know About RMDs. And actually, I think if we blend these two, we should do a pretty good job of illuminating some of the basics when it comes to this topic today. So if you begin socking money away into a tax advantage account decades before you retire, everything seems great. But then when you turn 70 or 71, all of a sudden, your 72nd birthday is barreling right towards you. Okay. Why 72? Why is that important? Oh, uh, well, that's the age Uncle Sam is the time. Uh, he's determined it is time to begin taking withdrawals. So whether you're ready or not, it is going to happen. Remember, this is that's the required part. Uh, you'll not only need to determine how much you have to withdraw each year, you're uh, also going to need to be ready to pay taxes on those distributions. Ah, okay. That, that makes sense, uh, I guess. Uncle Sam gets what Uncle Sam wants, right? Well, that's what it seems to be <laughs> but forever. It, yeah. So that 2019 Secure Act, that changed the age at when we have to begin taking RMDs, right? It used to be 70 and a half. Yeah. They used to make it super easy. The year after which you turned 70 and a half, you had to take. So at least it's 72, right? And right. hey, look, you already know more about RMDs than you thought. That's true. I'm so proud of you. I knew that. Now, that legislation, let's let's break this down a little bit. If you turned 70 and a half in 2019, you should have taken your first RMD on April 1st, 2020. Uh, although they did suspend, you know, there were some things saying you didn't have to, blah, 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 during the CARES Act and SECURE Act and all those things. But if you turned 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you should have taken your first RMD no later than April 1st of the year after you turned 72. Now I'm going to repeat that because it's super important. If you turned 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you should take your first RMD no later than April 1 of the year after you turned 72. And every subsequent RMD after that must be taken by December 31st of every year. Wow. Okay. So uh, you can get deep in the weeds. Sounds like an IRS rule. Uh, it sounds like they're trying to complicate things, right? Um, oh, no, they're known for making everything easy. <laughs> so remind our listeners out there, Matt, uh, of the type of accounts that have required minimum distributions. Oh, certainly, Tony. So RMDs generally applied to the original owner of a traditional IRA, a simple IRA, a SEP IRA or retirement plans like 401ks and 403bs. Now, one note here, Roth IRAs don't have RMDs. So just the Roth IRA piece of that out of those ones you're just talking about. RMDs are taxed as ordinary income. Uh, the top tax rate's 37% in 2022. And if you delay your first RMD, you must take two distributions in one year. So the example of that, if you turn 72 in March of 2021, you have until April 1st of this year to take your first RMD, but you'll have to take your second RMD by December 31st of this year as well. Mom, that's for my Roth IRA. Am I right? 
Yeah. So Roth IRAs uh, yes. do not have required minimum distribution. So that's good. Correct. That's good. Correct. So I think the next uh, question, can we, you said that that first year you take an I, R, RMD when you turn 72, uh, they give you extra time so you can actually take it the year after you turn 72, but then you'd have to take two RMDs in that one year, according to what you're saying. But taking two RMDs in one year, doesn't that have tax implications? <laughs> oh, there are some potential ones for sure. Sure. Uh, if you do that single year way. So first, uh, that could nudge you up into a higher tax bracket, which means a larger chunk of your Social Security income could be subject to taxes. And second, it's possible you could end up paying more for Medicare Part B or D. Uh, I, I think the best way to determine a good time to take your first RMD, review your tax bills through two different lenses. First, taking your first RMD the year you turn 72, and second, waiting until the next year and doubling up. And if you're if you're not currently working with a financial services professional, this is where I urge you to do so. That person would more than likely be prepared to offer guidance about RMDs. Sure. Oh, not the IRA, my IRA. And there are huge <laughs> tax implications for that. Right? Yes. So, so how do we how do we go about calculating our RMDs? Okay. Reasonably straightforward. Divide your year-end account balance from the previous year by the IRS life expectancy factor. Oh, that's, Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah. The IRS life expectancy factor. I just I I just like reading that before bedtime. Yeah, there's nothing like the rules. No, looking over when the govern government expects you to expire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And it's determined by your birthday in the current year. So, if you own more than one IRA, you're going to need to calculate the RMD for each account. But you may take the total RMD from just one of those IRAs or any combination of IRAs. So, if you own one that's smaller than your total RMD, you can empty out that smaller IRA and take the remainder of your RMD from a larger IRA or any combination thereof. But it doesn't have to come out from each one, but the total amount does have to be withdrawn. Sure. So, and that's, that's really important to know that it, you, if you have more than one IRA, you still have to calculate an RMD for each one, but you can take the total RMD from just one or any combination thereof. So if I understand correctly, but what about 401ks? Where do they fit into all this regarding required minimum distributions? Okay. So there's a couple of things here. When you turn 72, your 401ks are also subject to RMDs, but pretty much the similarities in there. Because if you own multiple 401ks, you have to calculate and take each 401k RMD separately. You can take your annual RMD in either a lump sum or through monthly or quarterly payments and postponing your RMD until the end of the year provides you and your money more time to grow tax deferred. So wherever, whatever you do, just make sure you withdraw the entire amount by the deadline. Sure. Uh, and uh, that's really good information. Do you have anything? Thank you. In, yeah. So why don't you let our listeners know, this sounds like something they need to sit down and talk with a financial services professional about and not try to figure out on their own uh, to make sure they don't make any mistakes. You don't want to do that with the IRS. So how can our listeners get a hold of you and set up a complimentary consultation? And I know you're not a CPA, but you work alongside CPAs uh, to look at their overall retirement and tax strategy. So I'm going to just 
touch up on that one a little bit. We have an EA on staff, which is an oh, enrolled true. agent. Yep. We have a CFP on staff. CPAs, there are some who uh, are experts in taxes. There's some who are just experts in accounting. So That's just true. being a CPA doesn't necessarily put you at the top of the block for taxes. Um, but we do have quite a few tax eyes on your issue at our office. We're always happy to sit down and talk about how you how we can help, steps you need to take. Easy enough to get in touch with us. You call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Now, I in no way meant to correct you there, Tony. There are so many letters and designations in this. Well, I forgot that industry. you do you do have tax professionals that do yes. work in your office yes. uh, that, that that work with your clients. So I, I, I always forget that you have them in your office right there. And uh, that's awesome. And yeah, that's and not why... only that, we do have some strategic alliances with other CPA firms sure. where, um, you know, we take care of all our managed clients tax needs. Uh, we also do some other taxes, but we also have a couple of firms that are just specifically taxed. So uh, we can help at literally any level in the tax sure. prep sure. area. Well, and, and now, planning. yes, exactly. And I, I think that's great. Now, uh, I want to get down to it now. Uh, the big question, you've mentioned that missing an RMD deadline can have nasty implications, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. really ominous, right? That's uh, getting scary. Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah. uh, so uh, <laughs> let's take a look at the penalties. Uh, what happens if I miss an RMD? Yeah, like you said, you don't want to mess with the IRS. It's good to do what you're supposed to do with them, right? They're yeah. people doing their jobs, and they have a job to do. I don't personally have anything against them, It's but it's confusing, and you want to make sure you're getting it right. So let's go. The, the, there's a Kipling article, The Basics of Required Minimum Distributions, The 10 Things You Must Know About RMDs. It spells it out very neatly. So here's this. If you miss an RMD deadline, you can be looking at one of the IRS's more severe penalties and that's 50% of the shortfall. Wow. So, so let's look at it this way. If your RMD was 15000 but you only took 11000 you would you would owe the government a $2,000 penalty plus income tax on the shortfall. So one way to avoid forgetting to take your RMD is to request that your IRA custodian automatically withdraw them. Yeah, and I know that's what you help your clients set up uh, to make sure they don't miss these RMDs. It's so important. Uh, another question I have is uh, people are working longer and longer, right? I mean, we're living yeah. longer. People work longer. Does working past your 72nd birthday have implications for your RMDs? What if you're still working? Oh, okay. So I talked about sometimes people having multiple 401ks earlier and how you might uh, talk about taking the RMDs out of those. One, you might always want to consider consolidating those 401ks into one when possible or into an IRA. So your entire portfolio is working with itself without redundancies, overlaps, fee inefficiencies, et cetera. But say, let's, let's just say you haven't done that. Um, reducing, let's look at some ways to reduce your RMDs and maybe even avoid them altogether. So especially in this concept of working later. So if you're still working after you turn 72 and you don't own more than 5% of the company you're working for, you can avoid taking RMDs from your current employer's 401k until you retire. Now, like I was just talking about, you'll still need to take RMDs from previous 401ks that you still own. But if your current employer's 401k allows money to be rolled into it, you could use that as a workaround. 
Doing so means you wouldn't have to take RMDs from a 401k or any of your past 401ks if you can roll them in until you're officially retired. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. That's that's very helpful to understand. And you want to avoid um, uh, penalties, but you want to also make sure you're doing the right thing if you're still working. And uh, now, based on all this, uh, I'm thinking that Roths may be a decent option for some people to avoid this all, right? Okay. So good, good, good observation. So if you have a Roth 401k, rolling that money into a Roth IRA may be a smart move because they don't have RMDs for the original owner. And if you're at least 59 and a half and you've owned at least one Roth IRA for a minimum of five years, the money you roll into the Roth IRA could potentially be used tax-free. And another possible way to avoid RMDs is converting a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. So you're still going to owe taxes on the conversion at your ordinary income rate, but slashing your traditional IRA balance may reduce your future RMDs and the money in the Roth IRA can sit as long as you want. Now, again, before I, I don't want to get into total specifics here, but maybe you don't also just do it all at once. There are strategies for Roth conversions. Again, something it's very helpful to work with a financial services professional closely to make sure that you've done the right analysis on your Roth conversion and you can do it in the most tax efficient way possible. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, Roth seem great because they don't have required minimum distributions on a Roth IRA anyway. So uh, I think that's huge. Now, I've also heard about something called the younger spouse rule. Uh, tell us how that fits into all of this. Okay, so you should never marry someone unless you divide your age in half and add seven. They have to be older than that. Is that the rule? I didn't know yeah. the rule, but I'm, <laughs> my wife and I are only uh, a couple years apart, so we're good. <laughs> that's that's a rule somebody told me a long time ago. That's you funny. Should, that's too old of an age gap, but but that let's not necessarily true the older you get in life, maybe in your 40s and 50s. But now, if you're getting towards retirement, if you're married to someone who's more than 10 years younger than you are, you can divide your year-end account balance by the IRS life expectancy factor where your age and your younger spouse's age meet. So this is one where, again, working with a tax professional or a financial services professional can be very helpful. Pro rate of payouts for RMDs is also something else today's listeners should be aware of. So if you aren't able to reduce your RMD, it's possible you can still shrink the amount of taxes you owe on it oh. as long as you've kept good records of the non-deductible contributions to your IRA. Now, sometimes your financial services professional will set it up so that there aren't things like that in your IRA, so you don't have to have all these incredibly complex record-keeping necessities, but <laughs> what you might need to do is calculate the ratio of your non-deductible contributions to your entire IRA balance. And if your IRA contains 200,000 with $20,000 of non-deductible contributions, say 10% uh, of a distribution from the IRA will be tax-free. Okay. And so, I've also heard you say that an RMD can be don donated to charity uh, to help with the tax situation. And if I recall, that's a useful strategy. Well, not only is it a useful strategy, it's a nice thing to do, but, you know, I'm right, big, right. I'm, it's yeah. a win-win. You're helping, you're helping <clears throat> yeah. someone or a cause and yeah. you're also getting a tax break for doing it. Yeah, right. So how this works. So if you have charities or causes that you're passionate about, 
and you may want to consider a, a qualified charitable distribution, also known as a QCD, right? We're going to get into more and more letters and abbreviations. Doing so allows the IRA owners who are at least 70 and a half to transfer as much as $100,000 directly to a charity every year. So, yes, we're talking about RMDs, QCDs, and the IRA, plus the IRS. We still following me here? Yep. Okay. That QCD may I'm then count as some or perhaps even all of the owner's RMD, and the QCD amount won't be tallied against your adjusted gross income or your AGI. That's Those are the same things, but I just wanted to get another abbreviation in there. Yeah. Oh, you lost me there. You lost what? me. Are we still talking? QCD, RMD. IRA. IRS, IRA. AGI. AGI. RMD. <laughs> it's yeah. alphabet soup today. Uh, no, I realize this is important. Uh, I was just uh, giving you a hard time. But uh, seriously, what stands out there is that this one may be an especially shrewd move if you take a standard deduction uh, on your taxes, right? Yeah, and you nailed that one on the head. There's two things that stood out there. One is this isn't exciting, but it's important. <laughs> That's true. It's important. Yeah. A QCD is a potentially very good move for folks who take a standard deduction. Uh, they Therefore, they miss out on writing off charitable donations. But here's an extra shot of good news. Even itemizers may be able to benefit from a QCD. So smaller gross adjusted income makes it simpler to utilize certain deductions like writing off medical expenses greater than 7.5% of your AGI. Uh, because a QCD's taxable amount is zero, this strategy may help you reduce your tax on Social Security or surcharges on Medicare premiums. Ah, yes, and those are two that can uh, sneak up and bite you when you're in retirement. Uh, a mm -hmm. lot of people don't realize Social Security can be taxed, the surcharges on Medicare premiums. So um, give us an example uh, of that. Okay, here's another exciting thing we can talk about. Examples of how we use this. Yeah, no, numbers, <laughs> yeah. more numbers. Yeah, numbers and letters. <laughs> Let's say your RMD is $20,000. You could transfer the entire $20,000 to charity, meet your RMD, while also adding $0 to your adjusted gross income. And then additionally, you could utilize a non-taxable QCD of $15,000 and then use a taxable 5,000 distribution to meet your RMD. Ah. So there's different ways to do it. So, sure. um, but again, we're talking win-win here. You get your RMDs and you're helping, you're helping others. Yeah. Know? Well, I know, I know people who, uh, use their RMDs, uh, as their tithe to their church because they're going to tithe anyway, they're, gi they give to their church on a yearly basis or a monthly basis anyway. So they wait and just give their RMD. Uh, so they don't have to pay taxes on that. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, so what's another piece of RMD wisdom you have for us? I've got at least one more piece of RMD wisdom. How about this? You may be able to use your RMD to make paying your taxes a little easier. So using what's called an RMD solution, you can request that your IRA custodian withhold enough money from your RMD to cover your entire tax bill on all of your income sources for the year. Oh, wow. That strategy means you don't have to mess with quarterly estimated tax payments, and it may also help prevent underpayment penalties. Again, work with a professional. Yeah, huge. I mean, all this is really everything you've said today is just driving home the point you have to work with a trusted financial services professional like yourself, Matt, uh, and uh, you have a staff there uh, that can help people with this. 
And mm-hmm. it is critical. You don't want to pay a 50% penalty to the IRS. So no, it, it's, no one would. It's been a great conversation, but we're out of time for today's show. So let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no charge, no obligation consultation. Super easy. You can dial us on the old telephone and you just dial 800-339-9252. Or you can be super up to date and all techie about it and go on to the www sphere and go to compass-ltd.com. And either way, we'll be there to help you. Uh, Schedule no cost. There's no obligation. We just sit down. We talk about what's going on. The initial consultation is there's no pressure. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're talking about the steps you need to take, put a plan in place, the steps you need to take to make sure you have your RMDs, your financial life so that you can, you know, be, not just be retired, but stay retired the way you want to, the way you define it. We're just too often these days, people come up against things that they just hadn't planned for and retirement is no longer the way they define it. My goal is to get out ahead of that so that you can live the life you want to live now, also keeping that eye on the life you want to have in the future. Awesome. Matt! Yes? <laughs> Matthew. Oh, boy. Oh, that, boy. That's the one where I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where you're in trouble. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, great show today. Thank you so much, Matt, for trying to explain RMDs and some of the strategies that we can use Uh, especially regarding the taxes on those required minimum distributions. It's been a good show. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor's services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.